following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Huge Show all across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for Bill. Bill and I have come a long way over the years. I remember the first time I ran into Bill, downtown Grand Rapids. I was with my old mates on the old morning show that I was on. We didn't know whether we were coming or going. A bunch of fresh-faced idiots walking down the street, and here comes Billy. He's with a guy by the name of Matt Hamlin. You've heard that name before, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. Matt and Bill are walking. Bill had a long black coat on. Something like a, what a mafia don would wear. Like a trench coat? No, it was like uh, the, the kind of coat, an overcoat that you wear like with a suit. I got you. You know? He probably just got, he probably didn't have anything on underneath it. He's just walking around with that. It was 85 degrees out. You see him? And Bill was, uh, Bill's what now? He's in his early 60s. So, imagine Bill in his early 40s. Probably 42, 43 years old at the time. Turning heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's Hanlon, there's Billy, my uh, Greg, Chris, Eric, we're like introduced. Hey, how are you? This is, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Women are throwing underwear at them. It's, it's unbelievable. And then things got weird because your old pal EZ started to pick on Bill. And then it took a, a, a bad turn. And I, I said things, it was, it was ugly. He, he wanted to pulverize me. But, but. At one point, we actually had a, it was like, um, you know, like uh, Ukraine and Russia are fighting. And uh, when you call a truce, I'm not kidding you. We actually, there was a call made, can we just get a truce? Okay, so it was tentative. All right. And we left it alone. Time passes. Eric wears out his welcome. Eric gets fired. February of 2016. I'm out on the street. I don't know what to do. Guess who I hear from? The first person, Bill. And that started a love affair. He's like my brother. What do you think about that, Brett, huh? That's great. That's a crazy story. <laughs> I know. Considering where we were. And you led me to him. I him did. To me. I did. I did. I was working across the street. Bill was on the air, and he needed a producer. And uh, you, you, uh, I said, hey, buddy, I think, I think this can work for you. Mm-hmm. And then here you are. How many years later? Seven? Six years. Six years? Yeah. My gosh. Thank you so much for being here. 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843. Speaking of Bill, um, he may be a little sad. Uh, the word came down that... Um, well, the word is coming down, and it appears Michigan football will be without the services of one Jim Harbaugh 
for the first four games of the season. Is is this breaking news or does this, is this this is just today, right, bro? Yeah, within the past couple hours. Here's the uh, the words from the story. After allegedly lying, that's a strong word. They're saying allegedly lying to the NCAA to NCAA investigators last year about potential rules violations within his program. Harbaugh, who maintains he never offered knowingly false information, is working toward a quote unquote negotiated resolution with the NCAA. That's expected to yield a four-game suspension this season. You see, I hate that. I hate that you can sit there and say, no, I didn't. And they're going to say, yeah, you did. Now, that's a he said, she said. It's like, give me proof. What's the proof? You know? And if you're Jim Harbaugh, you're like, well, do I fight this? And then this goes on and on and on. Or can I just um, accept it and still maintain that I did nothing wrong but take this so-called punishment in this ridiculous kangaroo court and then move on with my life. Now, as it stands, uh, Michigan should uh, win those first four games by a combined score of like 150 to nothing. But still, you don't, you don't want that to happen. Um, Harbaugh, 59, uh, said uh, all along, I didn't do anything knowingly. Michigan is expected to be ranked in the preseason top five coming off of its Second straight Big Ten title. Uh, first four games. East Carolina, slaughter. UNLV, murder. Uh, Bowling Green, I think. No, wait a minute. Oh, God. You know, don't you hate this? You're reading the story directly, and all of a sudden you get something that sabotages what you're doing? That's horrible. Well, nevertheless, it's just an ugly set of circumstances for him to have to deal with this at this stage of the game. And if you're a fan of Michigan football, you're like, come on, this is absolutely absurd. Um, Bowling Green Falcons at Michigan Wolverines. And then uh, the fourth game, he would miss Rutgers at Michigan. So at the end of the day, it'll probably be fine, but just ridiculous that it can go to this level at such an alarming pace, too. Uh Unrelated, but ridiculous. If your kid's playing soccer or everywhere else, football, keep encouraging them to do so. Fans of uh, Killian Mbappe, he plays for uh, a French team. He is described as soon to be the best player in the world. He's 24 years old. He is a star of a League One club, and I think I would say Paris Saint-Germain or PSG. Uh, the Saudis, a team owned by a bunch of, uh, like a Saudi conglomerate, uh, the team is known as uh, Al-Hilal, wants Mbappe for their team. Brett, they are willing to part for one year of play a billion dollars what? for Killian Mbappe. He's that good, and they want to win that bad. A billion dollars. A billion with a B. He would play soccer for approximately 11 months. You're looking at about 30 games in that time. Now, not all of that money goes to Mbappe. PSG would get north of $300 million for that it's like um 
like a like a franchise fee. Yeah, they're like loaning them out. Mm-hmm. Mbappe would get a salary for one season of seven hundred and seventy six million dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. That blows away anything we see here from any athlete anywhere ever. Ridiculous. That might be the collective salary of like all the best NBA stars. For one year, 24 years old. I ask you, how do you stay motivated to do anything for $776 million for 11 months worth of work? I've broken this down. Brett, $776 million per second in a year. There's X amount of seconds in a year. Yeah. For every second of a year, 365 days, he's going to make $25 a second. A second. (laughs) Which is a dollar more Wait a minute. It's twice and one dollar more my hourly wage to voice track Big 101.3 uh, across the hallway here, Brett. In one second. Just to breathe. Wow. Unbelievable. $776 million salary for one season. As front office sports also details, this would allow Mbappe to leave for Real Madrid next summer if he opted to. Uh, Also reported that Al-Hilal is amendable to a longer deal if Mbappe were to prefer that. So they're giving this guy all the power to do whatever he wants. He can stay with them. I I can't imagine making such a decision. Uh, Not surprisingly, the offer set the internet onto a frenzy and has had uh, fans of literally all sports, including the NFL, NBA, and others, basically losing it over the news. 24 years old, $776 million. Brett, do you remember the first time you got your first job in radio and you were guaranteed like a $15,000 a year salary? I mean, how over the moon you were about that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like ecstatic. It, we thought it was like, uh, you, you know, you think that it's an inexhaustible amount of money. <laughs> My God. Holy cow. Well, congrats, I guess. That's like, you know, because the Mega Millions, is, there's going to be a big draw. I think it's, it, it might even be that much. They, they just had that one Powerball draw, which was like uh, an unbelievable amount of money. The Mega Millions is being drawn for that. It might even be today. So somebody could win that money. This guy's signing contracts for that amount of money. That is sick for, in my opinion, is a horribly boring game. Now, look. I know Bill is like Mr. Soccer half the dang time, but I, I, Brett, I've tried. I, have you tried to sit down and say, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to watch this? I'll be honest, I've not tried, no. You got to try it. I will. Okay. I will. Uh, and, and I mean, I have. And uh, I, I'm guessing that if the Women's World Cup, if they're into the final game, I would sit down and watch it. Um, but I, I, it's, I'd rather watch NASCAR. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? What, what is it that I'm missing that all my friends are like, this is so great? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's great. This guy's getting $776 million for it. I don't care. Yeah, right. 
In the next segment, Dan Hasty, big soccer fan, probably earning about the same amount of money as the uh, play-by-play voice of your West Michigan Whitecaps. Uh, he, you know, not only does he know a lot about the Tigers and obviously baseball, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, you name it, he is a, a very knowledgeable person on a number of other subjects. I'm going to ask him about stocks and uh, accounting, various things like that, and uh, radio. We'll talk about all those things. Brett, this is the huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at rootschris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest-standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. Oh, yeah, that's at John Fogarty, I believe. Fortunate son. Reminds me of my old classic rock days, Brett. 
Eric Zane filling in for Bill Simonson on the huge show all across Michigan. Something very awkward just happened off the air. Brett. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett's computer. When I was here last time, I opened it up and uh, his email was there. And uh, I was I was very nosy about whether or not what, uh, you know, that, so what I did was I put in the search function, I typed my last name to see how many emails would pop up that said, oh, God, I got to work with this fool again. Now, there weren't any. Of course not. So I walked away. But I did not, like, uh, clean up after myself. And Brett discovered that I was rummaging through his email. And he just brought it up. Brett, that is, I'm so sorry about that. It's okay. That is, that is if a you want to find the bad stuff, you got to look through my phone, though. Okay. Yep. That is a complete betrayal of trust. So I mm. wanted to say uh, to you in front of God and country and Dan Hasty that, uh, you know, that's like, a, that's like something you get fired for, Brett. I forgive you. Uh, I don't think you should. <laughs> uh, let's bring in Dan Hasty, the uh, voice of the West Michigan Whitecaps. Uh, Dan, did, did you hear that nonsense? Have you ever uh, been really embarrassed of something you did? I mean, thank God you didn't look through his search history. Oh, yeah. No, that would. I think he's smarter than that, you know? Thank you the Lord. I mean, there, there's a reason that stuff's private. You're darn right. It's been way too long since we've spoken, Dan. Uh, you're back in West Michigan. Uh, Fort Wayne in town, isn't that right? I can see West Michigan Whitecaps. Yeah, that's right. They're the San Diego Padres minor league affiliate. It's kind of funny because last year they went out and traded the major league team for Juan Soto, the outfielder from the Nationals, and they traded for Josh Hader, who was pitching for the Milwaukee Brewers, and they traded, like, everyone. So basically, Fort Wayne's team was that meme of Will Smith from the Press Prince Bel Air just standing in that empty living room. <laughs> and it was great because we just pounded him over and over and over again. Oh, Not so much anymore, but it was a good time. So at that time, they, they had to scramble to uh, populate the minor league team after that big trade. Uh, I'm actually pretty sure. They started Eric Zane at second base. Oh yeah, yeah. They they, they just they just start calling up the local high schools. Have you know that that happens from time to time. That that's one of the many nuanced stories that become lore in minor league baseball. Uh, all in an effort to help the big club, of course. But still, this you get to see, you get a firsthand uh, bird's eye view of uh, things like this and what it's like uh, as a play by play voice in high A baseball. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's really tough for the teams that have to deal with it, but that's kind of what you sign up for, right? I mean, if you're a minor league team, you know that there's a chance that at some point your guys are going to be gone. I mean, if, if it's not a trade, it's a promotion. If it's not a promotion, it's an injury. And, like, just the rosters are so fluid here that we just kind of enjoy who we have every day that we have them. Like, for example, tonight, uh, Spencer Turnbull is making a rehab assignment. So the guy who threw the no-hitter a couple of years ago is, and, and was in West Michigan back in 2015. He was part of the last championship team. He's here, and he makes the start for the Whitecaps tonight, which is pretty cool. And as always, you can get tickets at the box office. You can get them online. And uh, it's always a great time. I, I've always uh, marveled at the fun that takes place 
Uh, you guys put on an amazing show. The, the games are, uh, you know, uh, it's so much fun to watch. And then, all, like in between the innings, there's always there's always fun things that are uh, that are happening there. Well, and you know that's because we've got two of the best people in all of minor league baseball. And I and I'm not just saying that. Like I know everybody likes to say that, but not only are they two of the best, but the, the proof is that they're two of the longest running people in minor league baseball at the respective positions. It's Bob Wells, who's the MC on the field. He's the, the director of fun is his official title. Correct. So he's been there for a long time and you obviously know Bob. And then there's Michael Newell, who's the public address voice at the ballpark. So if you're coming to LMCU ballpark, like that's, those are your gatekeepers. Like that's who you meet when you come watch the, Whitecaps in person, and there's a reason they've been doing it as long as they have. It's because they're really, really good at it. You guys are getting set to embark on an expansion of the facility, isn't that right? Yeah, a big one. And so, you know, there's been kind of some mandates from Major League Baseball to do a few things for every single team. Like, they, they, they want to essentially just make sure that buildings are up to a certain standard. Not like the Whitecaps have this problem. They really don't. But they want to renovate every so often. So they're going to do that. And so it's a big renovation. And they're going to make a concourse that's 360 degrees around. They're going to do new locker rooms. They're going to have new batting cages that you can actually watch from the concourse. So you can watch guys like hitting cages, just like walking around the concourse of the ballpark, which is really cool. So there's a lot of different things that they're working on right now. And we'll start to see some of those changes next year because they've already broken ground on things like that new locker room. That's exciting. So uh, what, and when will that actually be completed then? Well, they said it was a multi-year renovation. Gotcha. So for for this particular set, what they're working on now are batting tunnels, locker rooms. Uh, so I think the, so. Those two things I think will be done, and then they've got a couple other things that that happen the year after. But essentially, for like the next three to five years, I would guess there are going to be some significant changes just about every year. Uh, the uh, main purpose, of course, of the West Michigan Whitecaps and, and all teams that aren't a major league club is player development. Uh, do you know how the Detroit Tigers feel, how um, the Whitecaps are doing in that regard? Yeah, I mean, I think you know what really boils down to for the Tigers is how they look at their coaching staff and how their coaching staff's doing. And if nothing else, they've given a pretty big endorsement to the manager in West Michigan. And I'm not sure if you've had the chance to meet Brian Pena, but he's a character. And uh, he's very much like the Cuban version of Ted Lasso. (laughs) An absolute rallying point. So to be able to have a guy like him around, the, the players absolutely love the guy. And so to be able to spend some time with them, uh, and, and to see, you know, what the players do for a guy like that. I mean, they, 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 they will. I know it's kind of cliche, but they do like run for, you know, through a wall for this guy. So he, they like having them here, um, kind of the, the leader of men sort of mentality, right? You're Dan Campbell sort of move. But uh, overall, I think they're pretty happy with them. And, you know, they've got a lot of things that I think that they're happy with in terms of looking inside the numbers. But, you know, overall, I think they just love the fact that they've got an affiliate that's so close 
to Detroit. I mean, Spencer Turnbull couldn't start for the West Michigan Whitecaps if the West Michigan Whitecaps were located in El Paso, Texas. Right. Is where some different affiliates are located for these teams. Not every team is so geographically friendly like West Michigan, which gives them a real advantage. Have the Caps always been a Tigers affiliate? I can't I can't remember the the, the timeline of it. The first three years the Whitecaps were, and when this is when they broke into baseball as a franchise, they were affiliated with the Oakland Athletics. So they've had three years with the A's, and then ever since it's been with the Tigers. And now the Whitecaps could probably beat the Athletics straight up. You know, I'm pretty sure we did. Like about a month and a half ago, they were just wearing Lansing Lugnuts uniforms because that's who they are now. Oh. So, um, Wow, that is... That, that's fantastic. So Pena is eternally optimistic, like you indicated, when you first encountered him, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe like in an interview setting or introducing to the team. Uh, I mean, what was what, what was your first impression? Because that's probably held true. Well, he is he is energy personified. I mean, he, he is a lightning bolt in that way. So, you know, to be around him, uh, if, if you're having a tough day or if you're not 100% or if you're a little sluggish, Brian Pena will pick you up. He's very much that, that kind of counterweight to that personality. So uh, he, he's, you know, he, he comes with a built-in advantage, too. And this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot at this level, but the fact that he's bilingual. I mean, you've got all these players that are 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. And some of them are drafted. They played college baseball in the United States. But just as many of those players, there are players that grew up in in Latin American countries like the Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico or Venezuela, and they don't speak English. So it's really, really nice to have a manager who can communicate directly with everyone in that locker room, which is not something that every locker room has. It's really important, I think, for teams to do that, and it's rare that you can find it in a manager. No, it's wonderful. I mean, you you just saying that, I know how, how many, like that scenario when you get a guy uh, coming in, and he's in some cases alone. I would say in a lot of cases, these guys come into town, and, you know, it, it's got to be difficult to be concentrating on baseball when you're in a new town, uh, new people, and it's daunting. And then you have a person in a leadership position who uh, has no problem at all communicating in your, in your uh, uh, native tongue. Well, and keep this in mind, too. When players come to West Michigan, and this is especially true now after Major League Baseball took ownership of the minor leagues. This happened a couple of years ago after the pandemic. So now what happens is, is after this restructuring of minor league baseball, the Tigers went from being a low-A affiliate to a high-A affiliate. So that doesn't sound like a huge change, but I can promise you it is. I mean, Spencer Torkelson a couple of years ago would never have been a West Michigan Whitecaps if the Whitecaps were a low-A affiliate. He would have never come through West Michigan. But because they are high-A, you get better players. But what also that means is that these players who start out at these like super low-level rookie league teams, the Dominican Summer League, the Gulf Coast League, the Florida Complex League, they're all doing that in like the same area. There, there's all these like little ball fields next to each other on the backfields of Lakeland, Florida. And so once they graduate from the little backfields, then they go to the, the now low-A affiliate, and that's Lakeland. So they basically just walk over to the big stadium in the complex, that big stadium being the spring training home for the Detroit Tigers, Joker Margin Stadium. So 
they go play at low A, and then, and only then, if they, if they do graduate to West Michigan, then is the first time that they leave that area. So who knows how much time they've spent working with English classes and acclimating to professional baseball. Some guys have had more time than others, but a lot of times when they come to West Michigan, it's like it's almost like they're being tested on the field and off the field too, which they continue to get that, that knowledge and that development while they're here in West Michigan. So it's pretty, it's a lot of work. I mean, these guys have like 10, 13 hour days. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it sure is. My gosh. Dan Hasty is our guest, the play-by-play voice of your West Michigan Whitecaps. And how long have you been doing that for, Dan? Ten years? I started in 2015, so like eight seasons, I want to say now. With the Whitecaps. And prior to that, what was up? <laughs> Before that, well, I worked in Detroit. So I was doing work over at the, the sports radio station in Detroit. I was doing the Detroit Lions for a couple of years, doing their pre-half and post-game show. And I was reporting for the Tigers and the Red Wings and the Pistons and all that stuff. Right. It was back when those teams were actually pretty good. Okay, uh, it's, uh, it's It's been a little bit of a change ever since that time. We're kind of all still waiting for that to change. But But the dream was to be a play-by-play voice of baseball, yes? Oh, yeah, always. And, uh, you know, since I was a little kid, I mean, that was always what I wanted to do. So, you know, and plus to do it in West Michigan, because when I was a kid, like I, I got to know West Michigan. That was the first minor league team whose game I ever went to. I, I used to come camping on the west side of the state. So when I would come over here, I would make my parents basically try to, like, talk them into taking me to a West Right, Cap right. So, and then eventually, so though, when the, when the gig opened up, you had to apply like everybody else. So there was probably dozens of people uh that were trying to or maybe even more trying to get that gig um yeah. can yeah. you take me through as a hundred even uh i mean when 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 you get that call that's that's incredibly exciting I, I i cannot imagine that i mean even just the call that you're being considered and ultimately you got the job and you've been doing an amazing job doing it but can you kind of put into words what a young man who's trying to find his way as a broadcaster is, oh my God, this is it. It's happening right now. (laughs) Well, you know, it's, I think the biggest thing that young broadcasters can do is make relationships. You know, there was, you know, a lot of time that I had spent working on calling games and doing play-by-play and honing that craft. But the the truth is, is it just as important as that is meeting the right people, meeting the important people. And I remember when I was an intern uh, with the Great Lakes Loons, actually, Mm -hmm. and I know that uh, obviously that's part of the listenership right now with ESPN 100.9 out in Midland. But when I started there, I was always circling the date on the calendar where the Whitecaps came to town because I grew up a Tigers fan, so I was always excited to see those guys. And so when they came to play Great Lakes, their front office staff would often make the trip as well. So I got a chance to get to know the the higher-ups and the decision-makers in West Michigan, got to know them really well. And so when that time came now it wasn't kind of like a cold call it was more like hey like if this is open like you know i'd be happy to talk to you guys about it i'd love to as a matter of fact and so you know the the best thing i ever heard was one of those people say back to me on the phone 
I was just about to call you. Oh. <laughs> so that was the game changer. Right, that right. Happened, that, that, that's when it all kind of came together in my mind saying, okay, maybe this is a, a real possibility. And sure enough, it was. So we were really, really, really fortunate. Yeah, that way. yeah. I mean, it's been going great ever since. Dan Hasty, the voice of the West Michigan Whitecaps. Uh, okay, the Tigers, every time I look at the standings, are six, seven games out. Yeah, they're not really going on any type of tear, but we still live in a world where the division isn't that solid. So, you know, glass half full, glass half empty. Uh, what are your thoughts, if you could encapsulate in, 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 uh, in, in whatever amount of time, what you think about is happening? Yeah, well, I'll give them credit to this end. They have kept the conversation going because they've played well. I mean, you take two out of three from Seattle. You get three out of four against Kansas City. You beat San Francisco. So they did everything that they've been asked to do. Um, but the thing is, and I like that Scott Harris kind of left it open-ended. So, you know, he could say, well, they can change your, our minds and we'll see. But here's the truth. Like, the Minnesota Twins are playing even better baseball than the Tigers have been over the last 10 days. And even though the Tigers have played really well, the Minnesota Twins have played even better. So, you know, you kind of need two things to happen when you're a handful of games back like the Tigers are. You need them to play well, and you need the team in front, like whether it be the Twins, the Guardians, whoever, in this case it's the Twins, to slip up. And to their credit, they haven't. So, That has now put the Tigers in this position where they've played well, but since that conversation, they're farther back in the division than they were when they started. It's not the Tigers' fault. It might be their fault from what happened at the beginning of the season. But, again, like the expectations weren't insanely high anyway. So, I mean, the, the Twins pulling away, I think, is the big wild card here. So, you know, the Tigers are, are probably if, – if they do buy, I don't think it's a straight buy. I think it's a buy and sell kind of simultaneously. I think they'll take the pieces that they don't have long-term control over. They'll move them. Maybe simultaneously they go bring in a bat or something like that. But if they do buy, that's probably what it looks like if they don't. I think we know what that looks like. I think it looks like Eduardo Rodriguez, Michael Lorenzen, those guys probably being the, the most attractive pieces for other teams, and I'm sure they're going to get some calls on those guys. Is anybody going to get their hands on Shohei Otani, do you think? <laughs> yeah, absolutely they will. I mean, the, the Los Angeles Angels, they have the, the most attractive organizational asset probably in the last half century of major league baseball like how many teams can trade one guy and give another team a frontline starting pitcher and an outfielder who can pop 40 homers a year i mean he's probably gonna go 50 or 60 this year so yes i mean you'd be absolutely out of your mind not to deal shohei otani they they can be set up for years of success in the future by making this move and and again can't stress this enough. Shohei Otani is a free agent at the end of the season. Right. And if the Los Angeles Angels want him so badly, then just trade him and then re-sign him. <laughs> like, like, double dip, dude. Like, I don't understand why this is so difficult for the Los Angeles Angels. Like, if you have somebody in this situation, like, baseball doesn't have to be hard. And so to make the move like this, I mean, it's just it's an open and shut case. And I know he's had a lot of time there, and I know they like him a lot, but you got to move him. 
Uh, yeah, do you have a thought as to who will actually make enough of a play to be able to get him? Uh, you know, I think I think I have a better idea of who's going to make the play for him after the season than I do right now. Okay. I, I really think after the season, I, I think the Los Angeles Dodgers are an exceptionally big favorite to land him. I, I think the Dodgers of all teams know the kind of impact that he makes in the L.A. market. And they also have a really, really good organizational team build. Like their their roster is set up really well. I mean, so is everybody else, right? But they're also really competitive, and that's the thing that Otani just hasn't had in his career. And they're chock full of prospects. They've got a ton of major league talent. Like you know, they're going to be good for the next five to seven years. So if you're Shohei Otani, like the Dodgers, and plus, I don't think Shohei Otani probably has to move. <laughs> like, I mean, how cool is that, right? right? I mean, right. he doesn't have to, like, pick up and back up everything. So I think the Dodgers are going to be the huge favorite to land him. Dan Hasty, voice of your West Michigan Whitecaps, of all of the amazing promotions that have taken place, what, uh, which one do you remember the most or look forward to the most? Because sometimes they do them each year. Do you have a favorite at the ballpark, Dan Hasty? Um, I have a lot of promotions that I love, but I appreciate that you asked this because I have one in particular that has always been and will always be my absolute favorite in West Michigan. So they bring, so the Whitecaps bring in a, a guy. His name is David the Bullet Smith. And I don't know if you've ever seen this at our ballpark or not, but essentially what he does is he travels around some some different spots throughout the country and he brings with him a human sized cannon. I have and seen this. <laughs> have you seen this? Yes, okay. please, so please. He, so he sets up his cannon in shallow center field. He gets so he and he doesn't look like uh, like he's like he's not like a super athlete. He's like a 50-year-old dad who like goes to PTA meetings, but he also puts himself into a large cannon mm-hmm. and shoots himself out at baseball games. It's the greatest oh, thing ever. You know, so- you're right. I've seen it. It's fantastic <laughs> and he's very acrobatic when he uh, cuz he has to curve his body a certain way to land appropriately. Yeah. Now, if you really want to do something fun, bring someone with you to the human cannonball, as he's known. Bring somebody with you who's never seen him to the human cannonball night and then try to convince that person next to you that that guy doesn't actually do this for a living. And tonight's his first try. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. I highly recommend it. My mom was at the actually at the ball game like a week and a half ago, and I had her thinking he was like a tax attorney right. who just decided to give this a try. Right. It was the best. Yeah, you could say it's like a guy who lost fantasy football or something like that, and this is his punishment. <laughs> it's a punishment. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fascinating, though. He brings his own, like, net, and he sets it up behind home plate. So it's like, He's really a one-man crew. Like, he doesn't have, like, a huge support staff. He's just a dude who sets up a net, climbs into a cannon, and gets shot out and just flies over the yeah. ballpark. It's like only that little net to catch him, and somehow he nails it every single That's time. That's fantastic. And it's coming up this year, right? It already happened oh. this year. We had it earlier in July. I know, I know, but trust me, okay. he will. it will not be the last time he's in West Michigan. Can you imagine if we got Bill Simonson to do it? He'd probably get stuck in the gun. I, <laughs> I kind of would like to explore this. If we can, if we can touch base with Bill and his people, yes. I'll touch yes. base with the human cannonball and see if they're looking to reload that.
Dan Hasty, you are uh, just so much fun. I mean, I, I mean, from a personal level, when I heard that Dan Hasty's going to be on the show, I was like, oh my god, this guy is just a consummate pro, and uh, you're just so much fun to talk to. I've always enjoyed over the years all the conversation, and I can't wait to do it again. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you having me. All right, Dan. Thank you so much, Dan Hasty, the all voice right. of the West Michigan Whitecaps. You can go see the Whitecaps. Well, they're playing all the dang time. The uh, Fort Wayne. Tin caps are in town if you're on the west side of the state. If you really love baseball, hell, come to Grand Rapids and hang out for a weekend and uh, uh, take in a bunch of games. They do an amazing job there. You can get a huge beer, too. Bill Simonson beer. Bill's got his own beer. Holy cow. I think it's like $16 for it or something like that, so whatever. But uh, nevertheless, all going on at the ballpark. Okay, we are approaching the end of hour number two. We have one more segment coming up in just a bit. This is the Huge Show Across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We are inside the leadership locker room with my good friend, Greg Harris. Greg has a new book out called Sage Advice. And for somebody listening right now, Greg, what's inside that book? Unbelievable clinkers that I learned growing up with my parents and grandparents. Things that they gave me to think about. Warnings or encouragement. And they go from all the whole spectrum would be sports to life to business to ministry, raising kids. Uh, Some very funny stories, but hopefully things that you can take away and say, I can lead my life better because I read about it and I'm not going to do what Greg did. Whether it's business or your personal life, Sage Advice, the book is for you. Greg Harris wrote it. You can order it today at MaximizeLeadership.com. That's MaximizeLeadership.com. Or get it by calling toll-free 1-888-308-1600. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MerckBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Morning Show is live all all across Michigan. I can't talk. I sound like I'm drunk. I hate it when I do that. I do that. I all I gotta do is say the huge show is live all across Michigan. <laughs> it's fine. Have, uh, sometimes I lose faith in my ability to do simple things, Brett. And I'm glad you're here to cheer me up. We don't have a ton of time here, but I do want to uh, point out that in the next hour, uh, we're going to do an encore presentation of Trump on sports in the second segment of the hour. Uh, my cousin worked for the Trump campaign and then later with the federal government. And um, through a series of circumstances, I was able to put in a request to uh, speak with him. And uh, I'm not getting my politics into this. My uh, goal was just let's let him talk. And uh, the first time we did it was right here on this radio station. And, um, well, he insults me and is, is quite mean to me, frankly. Uh, but he, is, he agreed to come on again yesterday um, for another segment called Trump on Sports. And, and Bill likes that because Trump talking sports is something people want to hear. So you will be hearing in the second segment of the next hour actually Donald Trump joining me on the huge show. Good look forward to that. And uh, we will break that down. I'm looking forward to uh, having the former president on. This is the huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.